everyone. Hi, hello. It is me, Allison Rosen, and welcome to a special bonus episode of Allison Rosen is your new best friend, hosted by me, Allison Rosen. I'm sitting here in my dining room, dining room studios alone. I'm wearing pajamas. This was not the intention. The intention was, okay, so let me back up and explain. Um, as you guys know, I have, or I think as you know, I've been wanting to add a third show a week. And eventually I want to add even more than that. But so I've been sort of tinkering with, well, what's the formula of the third show going to be? And Daniel and I for a while have been talking about adding a show with the two of us. And the plan this week was on Thursday night, after we recorded with Monday's guest, um, <clears throat> he and I were going to do a wrap up show and it was going to go up Friday. And we were going to talk about what happened that week and some other stuff. But on on Wednesday night, Daniel woke up in the middle of the night, and by that I mean woke me up in the middle of the night, not trying to, but just because he was stirring, and he, he was like clammy and shivering and said he was freezing and said that he felt awful and his body ached and stuff, um, so we assumed it was the flu, and then he also went to the bathroom I don't think he's going to appreciate me telling you this, but I can't keep a secret from you guys and said that it burned a little bit when he peed. Um, and also I think, I forget at what point he said that his pee looked kind of dark and he wondered if there could be blood in it, but then he, no, that's yes. He wondered if there could be blood in it, but then he decided it was probably just that he was dehydrated. So anyway, he went to work the next morning and then came home early which I predicted he was going to do um, because I could tell how awful he felt. And then he slept for the rest of the day. Meanwhile, our precious episode was slipping through my fingers. <laughs> but anyway, he was um, sicker than I've ever seen him. Like, do you remember the movie E.T.? He looked sort of like E.T. when E.T. was dying. Very pale, kind of whitish lips. Um, and I was telling myself that it's just the flu, but I was also worried that it was something worse than that. It just, I don't know, he... He had a fever, and I just, like I said, I've never seen him that sick. So anyway, um, he was a lot better this morning, though, but then um, felt like there still might be some blood in his urine, so we decided to go to urgent care because, like most human beings, we don't actually have general practitioners or you know other doctors that we can go to. He decided not to go to my gynecologist. So <clears throat> anyway, we went to urgent care. Um, and, uh, it was standing room only at urgent care. I don't know if it's this time of year. I don't know if there's just a lot of people who go to urgent care, but the whole, like when I, when we put in two hours on the meter, I thought, oh, this is probably being excessive. Little did I know we were just barely going to make it. Anyway, finally they called us back. Um, this happened to be the same urgent care that I went to when I got my chicken pox and rubella vaccines, which by the way, I don't think I even needed cause I was vaccinated for that, like way back in the 1940s or give or take. Um, and then they tested my immunity again because I'm trying to get pregnant. And they said that I wasn't immune. So I got the shots and they hurt like hell. And then I had a whole reaction to the chicken pox vaccine, which I had already been vaccinated for chicken pox probably like 10 years ago. And then I read something that said that the testing isn't sense. If you've been immunized against chicken pox, the testing isn't sensitive enough to pick up that kind of immunity. Um, it can only pick up if the immunity you get if you've had chicken pox, so you don't need to get vaccinated again. So that made me really mad because the 
feeling the reaction I had to the vaccine was I was so sick for it really was only like half a day. This is not the point. The point is that we were back in the same room that we were in when I got those vaccines with the same posters that are like understanding ulcers, showing you all sorts of things about your heart. And the one that like goes into nitty gritty detail about STIs or sexually transmitted infections. And I was thinking, I remember when they were called venereal diseases. So it went from venereal disease to sexually transmitted disease to sexually transmitted infection. And I'm wondering, who is this helping? I don't know. Maybe it's more precise. So anyway, we sit in the room for a while. Um, The nurse takes an elaborate history of everything. And Daniel is a really like going... He spent a lot of time explaining the cough that he had and the fever and the aches and pains. And I'm like, you are bearing the lead. The lead is that you're pissing blood. Finally, that came out and that it's burning a little bit. Um, So then the doctor came in and the doctor was incredibly nipped and tucked. Like he looked, I feel like I recognized him from that reality, plastic surgery reality show, but perhaps as one of the patients, it was distracting listening. It was distracting hearing him talk because all I could focus on was like his eyelids and his taut face and his um, leathery skin. Leathery as in like it had been tanned to a nice burnt ochre. He was nice though. Anyway, um, he said he thinks it's pyelonephritis, which is uh, like a kidney infection or an infection on its way to the kidneys. So he said that it was good that we came in because it left untreated. It could um, end up in Daniel needing to go to the hospital. And then we'd never record an episode. So anyway, um, they gave him a shot in his butt and they are not good at giving painless shots there. They're good at giving painful shots. So uh, I think that kind of hurt a little bit. Um, and then they gave us a bunch of antibiotics. Us. I don't know why I say us. Because I put them in my purse. Uh, and then we're supposed to go back in 24 hours. So still intended to come home. And so at this point, obviously, because as I am talking to you guys, it's Saturday. Obviously, the episode was not going to go up Friday. So we were still going to do one tonight put it up Sunday and explain that normally this is going to go up on Friday, except that even that is uncertain. We're not sure when we're going to normally do it, but I just thought, why not do a trial balloon episode on Friday? But now he's all asleep, feeling like shit. So I guess I'm just going to record it myself. Um, But I am making him take his temperature frequently because uh, if his temperature spikes, then then I'm probably going to have to cut this short. So anyway, that's what's going on. And then uh, an added thing about all of that, which is, as many of you know, unless you're new to listening to my show, in which case, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. But for for the longtime fan, um, we're trying to get pregnant right now, which means like we have a regimented sex life. <laughs> it's super hot and super sexy. Uh, and uh, I'm about to ovulate anytime soon. However, according to the doctor, we should probably not be getting it on because he could just be blowing a bunch of bacteria up my vajangus. <sighs> Sorry, I told you guys that. But then I also heard that that's not true, but I, but I don't want to climb on top of dying ET anyway. But it's another month slipping by. I hate that I've become this person that's worried about it, but I just feel like menopause is around the corner. I mean, that's not really true, but I am cold all the time. Does that happen in menopause? Anyway, okay, moving on. I have an email from a listener, 
And uh, something I like to do on the show is pull the emails out of a hat, a sombrero. I realize I'm not doing a good job of explaining it, but we have a song. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. We asked for topics and you sent them in. It's the Topic, Topic Sombrero. Now pick the topic and let's begin. It's the Topic Sombrero. Is that too quiet? Is the music too quiet? I feel like it might be. Anyway. Hi, Allison. It's your best friend, David. I went to Spain a few years ago with a limited knowledge of Spanish. A waitress offered me nada flavored ice cream, N-A-T-A. I heard nada, which means nothing. We went back and forth a few times, all in Spanish, me incredulously asking the ice cream has no flavor and her replying it's nada flavored, N-A-T-A. Eventually, I found out that nada means cream. It was cream-flavored ice cream, which means, of course, it really was nothing-flavored. So nothing-flavored ice cream exists. P.S. I love you, and I'm glad your show is going strong. I miss ACS, but at least now I don't have to hear what I do now 10 times a day. Well, thank you so much for your email. This is a reference to, on the Thursday episode, Daniel, aforementioned guy who's sick, whose wife, instead of tending to him, is talking to you guys. I hope you guys appreciate it. I hope you appreciate appreciate the asshole that I'm turning into. For your sake. Look what you're making me do. What was I trying to say? Oh, yes. Yeah. So anyway, on the Thursday show, Daniel mentioned that he had been thinking about how there's no flavor, like just cream flavored ice cream. And then I made the argument vanilla. And he's like, no, but that is a flavor that they've added and wouldn't just you know, ice cream, cream flavored with sugar and all of that, wouldn't that taste really good? And I had to admit, I think it would. Because like when you warm up milk, um, speaking of Europe, and is it pretentious to speak of Europe? Perhaps. When you order coffee in many places in Europe, they give you milk that's warmed up already. And it has a different flavor. And it's really good. I enjoy it. Although then it doesn't really help to cool down the coffee, though, if you're someone like me who pours in milk or I use almond milk, actually, um, oftentimes so that I can cool down the coffee. And then I gulp it all down in like two seconds. And I always look at people who sit there with a cup of coffee for hours. And I think, how do you do that? Don't you just want to drink it all? I'm not someone who can nurse drinks. Back in my drinking days, I was not someone who could nurse alcohol either. It's like to um, swallow it all. Anyway, um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So anyway, we were talking about how there's no nothing flavored ice cream. There's no just cream flavored. Or so we thought. But since then, many a person has written in or let us know on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Allison Rosen on Instagram. Follow Daniel at Daniel Quants on Instagram and on Twitter. And I'm on Instagram and Twitter as well. Uh, to say that there are various places that do serve just cream flavored ice cream. And that it's good and it tastes kind of like whipped cream. So there you go. So thank you so much for your email. If you would like to email the show, it's A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. All right. And then I want to address something else, which is I want to address the fact that I'm not addressing something. Um, A lot of people want to know about my experience with my previous employer and all of that. And I have made a pretty concerted effort to not go into it and to just take the high road and just say that I'm really grateful for my time on the show and I thank him for the opportunity. And all of that is true. 
However, of course, I have so much more to say. And of course, I am dying, dying to address many of the things that have been said about it and to offer um version of things from my point of view, because obviously there's always going to be multiple sides to a story. And I know that a lot of you guys, I mean, some of you are saying thank you for just not rehashing this shit. Um, but then some of you really do want to know, and I get that because it was four years of my life. And also, you know, there's a relationship between you guys and me and I share things from my life. And this was something huge that happened in my life. And obviously I have talked to some degree about it. I've talked about my feelings about it. My feelings when I initially found out that I would not be coming back to the show. Um, so it's not as if I haven't said anything about it, but in terms of addressing, I just, I'm, let me, I promise you this at some point I will go into it and I will tell you everything. And, you know, I was there for four years. I saw a lot and I, I will relay much of that, um, or all of that. And I, I don't mean to sound, I don't mean to sound, um, what's the word for what I don't mean to sound like an asshole? No. I mean, yes, but there's something more specific. I don't mean to ratchet up the suspense or anything. It's not like, like I witnessed a murder or something like that. Just the murder of hopes and dreams. Um, but I just mean to say in time, I, I will talk about it. I just, I'm just not really ready yet. So there you go. Okay. Now, Awkwardly moving on, something that Daniel and I wanted to do on the show was um, news. And we wanted to talk about some news stories. And I have a few here that I could talk about. But I'm kind of thinking maybe we should just call Daniel and see how he's doing. So let's do that. I don't know if he's going to answer or not. Hold on. I'm going to grab my phone. True audio files and possibly anyone with ears would probably not appreciate the way I'm doing this, which is I'm just going to put it on speakerphone and get it near the microphone. But you know what? So be it. Hold, please. Ooh, wait, do I have a song that I can play while you guys hold? Um, I do not really. Oh, wait, here's something. Hey, 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 I love you. All right, let's find this. Okay, finding his number, which I we're married, but I don't even think I have his number memorized. Okay, here we go. It's great audio, I know. Hey, I'm recording a podcast in the living room, and I just wanted to see how you're feeling. Oh, um, you're recording right now? Yep. Not great. Okay, did I wake you up? Sorry. Yes. Okay, I feel bad. Do you feel like That's your okay. Do you feel like your fever has gone up? Because I could stop recording and yeah. come help you. You do feel like it's gone up? Well, like maybe a degree or something. Else. Do you want do you want to take your temperature again? I could come in with the thermometer. It's on the dresser. I don't know if you're up to getting out of bed or not. 
Okay. Let me know. If it's like <clears throat> above 101, um, let me know. Okay, love you. Hope you feel better. Do you want to say anything to the listeners? I told them all about our plans for the show and how you aren't up for doing the show. Oh. Uh, no, I'm pretty out of it right now, so. Okay. Hi, listeners. <laughs> okay, love you. Hope you feel better. See you in a okay. few minutes. Love okay, okay. Bye. bye. Am I a bad wife? Anyway. Okay. So, uh, some news stories. And I don't have um, a news jingle yet, so I'll just have to make one up. News, 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 with Allison. Woo! Okay. You know, for a little while after the last job, I uh, couldn't really look at a lot of news because for the last four years, I was tethered to a lot of news sites. I mean, I would wake up in the morning, as one normally does. Uh, and check my phone and I'd be checking the AP site on my phone or, you know, I have a bunch of different apps that look at, that aggregate the news and I'd be kind of seeing what was, what was happening. And then throughout the day, you know, monitoring the news. Cause it's, so if there was something breaking, I could get it into the news. And then, you know, at a certain point I'd be like, Hey, here's the stories I'm going to do on the show and I print them out. Um, but always, always checking to see what was going on. And, a lot of people would hear, oh, that I record it. Well, when I first started doing the show, I recorded it at night. Eventually, it got to 4. We were doing it at 4 p.m. People would hear that I was recording at night. And they're like, oh, that's so great because you have your days. Uh, and it's like, really, no, I don't. Because the later we record, the more hours I'm at home preparing for the show. And I actually came, I got to the point where I kind of wished that I, even though I'm not a morning person at all, which is sort of a running gag, I kind of wished that we did it in the morning because at least if you work in the morning or if you work a normal day, then when you come home, you have a number of hours where you're not on the clock. Whereas for me, it'd be like from the time I wake up till the time we do the show, I'm thinking about the show and I can't relax in the same way that I would be able to if the show was over. And then by the time I get home, it's like, well, we have a couple hours and then we're going to bed. So anyway, um, that's why it's great that I'm doing this at 647. What was I saying? I don't know. Okay. So here's a sort of freaky news story. Um, I don't know if you guys know about this doomsday clock, but the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists have moved the doomsday clock two minutes closer to midnight. And this is because of global warming and the accumulation of nuclear weaponry. So it's now set at three minutes to midnight, which is as close to doomsday as it was 30 years ago during the Cold War. Uh, and it was set to two minutes to midnight in 1953 during the hydrogen bomb testing. So I guess that's great. It's moved, you know, a minute back. But um, I don't, I'm not a big fear monger, doomsday kind of person. However, for some reason, thinking about the clock being set that close to midnight fills my entire body with anxiety. Like I get, I get very uncomfortable thinking about it. Sort of like, I don't know if you guys have this, but do you ever try to imagine living forever? It's like my brain can, can go 85% of the way there. It's like you, your brain just can't conceptualize infinity or forever because we think in a linear kind of finite way. Um, and the idea of complete incineration, the idea of civilization just being wiped out is a similar thing. I can't really wrap my brain around it, but it, it fills me with anxiety. 
Here's a frightening quote. This is from Kenneth Benedict, the executive director of the Bulletin of Atomic Scientists. This is about doomsday. This is about the end of civilization as we know it. The probability of global catastrophe is very high, and the actions needed to reduce the risks of disaster must be taken very soon. So that makes me feel good. All right. And then again, I should tell you, this is not like a full-on, here's all the stories in the news, obviously, because if it were, I would be talking about deflated footballs. But I wanted Daniel to talk about that or someone who's not me. So anyway, these, these are just a few news stories I grabbed just to give you guys like a little, it's like a little poo-poo platter of news. Uh, Justin Bieber is going to be the next subject of a Comedy Central roast. So I think that's fun and that's exciting. And I enjoy the Comedy Central roast. And I remember when I lived in New York, my friend Jane for her, was it Jane or was it Claire? It was both of them, both of them separately. They both worked time out in New York for their birthdays, decided that they wanted to be roasted. And I remember I did roast my friend Claire. And I revealed that she said you should always refer to the man you're dating as like tiger or there's some other word for it. Tiger, like yes, tiger or there's some other animal because then you don't have to remember their names. Uh, And I thought it would just be a funny thing to say. I mean, it was true, but I thought everyone would laugh, but it turned out the guy she was dating at the time didn't find it that funny. Anyway, though, I think that's so brave to decide to have your own roast. I don't, I don't think I would want to be roasted. Although sometimes on Twitter, I feel like I am already. Okay, and then finally, and sorry this is such a, an illness and medicine-related podcast. That's not really my thing. I'm not Dr. Drew. But anyway, I want to talk about the measles cases linked to Disneyland. So the headline, again, these stories were pulled for the show that we were going to do a few days ago. So the headline here is outbreak of 51 measles cases linked to Disneyland. However, now it's closer to 80. And this is, I believe, the fault of people who don't vaccinate their kids. Although I think the typhoid Mary of this situation, uh, the... Which reminds me, back when every time Gary, my old producer, would be sick, I would refer to him as Typhoid Gary, and that gave, I, I got quite a laugh out of that. I don't think that he did. But anyway, um, I think the person that was like patient zero for this at Disneyland, at least, was in her 50s or 60s or 70s. I want to say 50s, but I'm covering my butt. Covering my sizable pedendum? Is that a word? Is that a word and is it a word for butt? And if so, it's interesting that we have pedendum and addendum. This is why I need a producer here. This is why I need another human being to look up pedendum. Anyway, what I'm saying is I'm trying to cover my caboose. It's not that sizable anymore. You know what it is? I've, it's like my butt is like flat on top, but it's, I've, got, I've got thigh ass meat happening. But not as much as I think. I, I think I don't have as much as I think, if you know what I'm saying. Um, but more than I want. Okay. So anyway, what I'm saying is measles, and it is the fault of people not vaccinating their kids. The spread of it is at least. And then I was thinking, you know, I actually, even though fucking vaccinate your kids, be responsible. At the same time, I understand the reason that they're not doing it is because they're afraid. It's not because they're trying to be jerks. It's because they're afraid that they're going to harm their children. So education and uh, getting the science out there would help because there was um, a study that, I don't know when it came out, but 
it's it's been debunked. And what the study said is that the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine is linked to autism. And it turned out that that was not true. But for some reason, the, the tentacles of that are still out there and they're um, doing what tentacles do. Just being all nasty and tenta- tentacular. So I don't think that's a word either. Anyway, um, I heard something again, again with the, what, what the, the, with the Dr. Drew-esque podcast, but I heard a stat, which is that if, which is that 90% of people exposed to measles, if they're not vaccinated, will catch it. So it's crazy contagious. Like, but, and if someone with measles was in a room and, and leaves, and then someone goes in two hours later to that room, they can still catch it. And just to uh, bring that 90% figure to life is what I heard. Um, So one person with measles walks among 10 people who aren't vaccinated. Nine of them will get it. Imagine if podcasts or YouTube videos could go viral in that way. I mean, that would be crazy. Okay. So the other thing that I wanted to do, and this will likely be a shit show, There's a segment that I used to do on my show called Fan Phone Call, where people would send in their phone numbers, and then I would call them, and then we would have a chat. So I still have a lot of fan phone numbers. I said that funny. Fan phone numbers from months and months and months ago. So I think if I call people, they will be mighty surprised to hear from me. But what the hell? Let's just do it. And who knows if they're going to answer or not. And also, it's kind of late. It's kind of late to be calling Iowa, but that's what I'm going to be doing. Oh, and it's going to be, um, you know, that shitty audio. Anyway, let's just do like a couple. And there is a song. For the fans and phone call, Allison wants to thank you all. For the fans and phone call. All right. calling Andrew Davis. This is Andrew Davis. Please leave a message. At the tone, please record your message. It's great pod, right? When you have finished recording, you, you guys are loving this. Press one for more options. Andrew Davis, hello, it is Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. Sometime within the last 18 months, you sent your phone number into the show, and I'm now doing a fan phone call, and I'm calling you. But you're not there to, to hear me, probably because it's Saturday night and you're out hitting the hot Des Moines, Iowa nightclubs and hot spots. Anyway, so sorry you missed me, because it would have been fun. Goodbye. All right, should we call another one? Let's hear the song again. I'm a song whore. For the fans, fan phone call. Allison wants to thank you all. For the fans, fan phone call. Once again, with the exhilarating audio, can you guys um, decipher touch tones? If so, don't call Dan in Portland, Oregon, based on that. Which reminds me of a whole story of a hacker I used to date who used to do lots of things with touch tones. Do, do, do. Pick up, pick up, pick up, 
pick up. Please leave your message for five. Oh, 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 don't listen, don't listen, don't listen. Hello, Dan. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new best friend doing fan phone call. I'm not sure if you remember sending in your number, but at some point in the last 25 months you did. So I'm calling you, but you're not picking up. I thought we had something, Dan, but I guess we don't. I hope you're happy. Goodbye. I feel like I'm going to have to cut out his number. Fuck. I was really hoping to not have to do any sort of editing. Let's try someone else. Let's see if there's a lady in here. Um, there is. Okay. All right. Hang on. Doing some reading. Don't go anywhere, you guys. Stick with me. Oh, oh, this is good. Okay. Here's, I'm trying to find someone where it's not going to be super duper late. Here we go. Part of the problem is that I'm blocking my phone number and then they get an unknown and who the hell answers unknowns these days? I know I don't. I don't even answer knowns. We're calling Nietzsche or it could be Nikki. It's N-I-C-C-I-E. Maybe we'll find out when she doesn't answer and we get her voicemail. Maybe I'll just take calls one day. Hi, you've reached me. Oh, Please leave me here. a message and your phone number, and I'll get back to you just as soon as I can. Thanks. Have a great day. At the tone, please record your message. When you've finished recording, you may hang up or press 1 for more options. Nikki, hello. It's Allison Rosen from Allison Rosen is your new best friend. At some point over the last 36 months, you sent in your phone number to the show for the fan phone call segment. And I'm finally just now doing the segment and I'm calling you. And I know that it's a Saturday night in Las Vegas and you're probably doing whatever you do. But I still was hoping we could chat, but I guess I'm just not that important to you and or you just don't answer calls from unknown numbers, which I wouldn't either. But I still was hoping this would be the exception. Well, we could have been best friends, but I guess it'll just have to wait. Thanks a lot. But really, thanks for listening, if you're still listening. But you will be listening to this voicemail. Okay, bye. Well, I do have like a thousand more numbers here. But uh, I see the way the wind is blowing. It's blowing towards no one's going to answer an unknown number. You know, what am I going to do about that? I probably need to do something about that. I mean, I guess I could just take calls, as I was starting to say earlier. But um, I like the fan phone call, if only for the song. Okay, well, this has been delightful. This is a short episode, obviously. Um, Please bear with us and me as I figure out what the different days of the week are going to be. Um and stuff and such you know okay I love you guys so much I appreciate the support so much you have no idea I feel like I'm like floating on a wave of love to be just a big goopy idiot um and it's the love of you guys and I fucking love that so thank you so much if you're going to buy something on Amazon, click through the banner on my website, AllisonRosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra. It helps up the show. Um, the Amazon 
click-throughs have been amazing lately. Thank you so much. It's helping because I'm getting all this equipment for Dining Room Studios. Uh, I was about to go into a debate I'm having over uh, the colors of certain things that I'm buying, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna save I'm gonna save that gold for another podcast. Uh, but thank you, it helps out so much, and thank you so much for sticking with me through this transitional period. Um, also, there are PayPal links on my website at allisonrosen.com. Thank you guys so much for all the PayPal support. We have a ringtone available. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Oh. I have an old school, hey, go fuck yourself, which is so, oh, anyway, no, let me finish out the ringtone. We have a ringtone available. It's the one you just heard. And you can get that by searching, hey, go fuck yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. But anyway, I was at the grocery store the other day and I was buying groceries. I know you didn't see that coming, but I was buying these um, chicken strips and they had coupons on them. And I said to the checkout woman, can, you know, can you can you run these coupons since they were they're stuck to the packages and then this woman behind me who was very very like aggressively granola looking and she had a sweatshirt on with the name of one of the private schools in this area and she had her daughter with her and she turned to me at one point but not right after I said it later she goes you know if you want her to use the coupons you're gonna have to peel those off yourself and I was like uh Oh, and then, so anyway, I peeled them off, but I thought, couldn't the clerk have told me that if that were the case? And I feel like she was just trying to win points with the woman behind the checkout counter. I get it. You have a lot of compassion for the working woman, but you know what? Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. She was so proud of herself and I would have peeled them if I needed to. I guess I just don't know etiquette. Maybe I deserve that. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. But I think really, miss, no makeup, putting mayonnaise in her hair, wearing a pretentious sweatshirt, telling other people how to live their lives deserves that. Hey, 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 go fuck yourself. Also, we have two bonus episodes available, recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival, the first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops, the next one with uh, Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the former Thursday gang. Those are $1.99. I said I said those words weird. Those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. You can follow me on Twitter at Allison Rosen. You can follow the show's Twitter feed at A-R-I-Y-M-B-F. You can email us show at gmail.com. Um, I would like to know, and Twitter is the place that I like to know stuff. So I would like to know who do you guys want to hear on the show? What are your ideas about formats, etc. I'm also on Facebook, though, and you can find all that on my website, AllisonRosen.com. <laughs> I'm telling you of a website to go to to get to a website. That's fucked up. Uh, but actually, I, okay, I'm just making noises. Um, my public Facebook is the Allison Rosen, and that's just because the other one was taken. Uh, and then there's also an Allison Rosen's new best friend Facebook page, so you can communicate with me there as well. But also on uh, on um, email as well. But, uh, what was I saying? Oh yeah. And we do just mirror everyone. I didn't do just mirror everyone on this weird mini episode, but, uh, you can tweet your JMOs to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. I love you. I'm going to go take someone's temperature. Here we go. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show? Time, but 
Show.